Holding a Nevishachayim, Shar Aleph, in Perak Yud Zayin. We learned about the Koyach that a person has to affect all of the Olam Zalyanim, Vitachtayanim. And we learned that that Koyach manifests itself in three ways in the Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. Or more accurately, the first way that we learned it is that it affects with Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa. We spoke about Maisa, and then Dibur, and then Machshava. And then the Nefesh Achaim pinned the Machshava Dibra to the three Koiches of the Nefesh that produce the Machshava Dibra which are the Nefesh, the Ruach, and the Neshama, and he told us where they are in the Guf. And then he told us how they each connect back to Hashem, how the Neshama enters the Guf through the process of Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, and each of those in their connection to Hashem, and the word Neshama with the Neshima and the muscle of the glass blower and the three stages and the connection to Hashem and the last thing that we spoke about was how all of that is hangs on the connection to Hashem that we breed and produce through learning Torah because that's the deepest way that Hashem brings Chiyos into the world that was the Haggah in Perik Tes Zion and now in Perik Yud Zion Nefesh is going to outline the relationship between the Nefesh Ruach Neshama in, an, in itself, means in one Neshama, in one person, the Nefesh Ruach Neshama, how they relate to each other and how they can influence each other. And he starts with a general klal, that in all relationships, in Ruchnius, that go, let's say, from top to bottom. Like, we know that we've discussed that there's different oilamas. There's the oilam ha-atzilas, and the oilam ha-bria, and the yitzira, and then asiya. There's different oilamas, and there's different... And we are discussing now different levels of neshama. There's, ne- there's neshama, and then lower than that is ruach, and then lower than that is nefesh. So in all descending levels of connection between ruchnias digamadregas, the way that it works is that the lowest point of the higher oilam becomes the highest point of the next oilam below it. Now that seems obvious, because if you're going down in stages, then, of course, you go down one stage. But it's not just going moving down one stage. Let's take the neshama. The neshama has levels. And the Nefesh introduces to us in this parak the fact that the levels are spheres, and they are the ten spheres. The ten spheres are the ten koiches that every nefesh has, it's the ten koiches that are used to describe Hashem, and Hashem uses these ten types of hanhagas or ways of interacting with the world, that He chose to use these ten, and from there comes out the fact that the neshama, which is a chelik elekami mal, a neshama is a mirror of Hashem, because it's a ruchni is a image of Hashem, like we're learning, a Talim that's into the world. So that mirrors the way Hashem acts. So every neshama has ten spheres, but it doesn't just have ten spheres, ten koiches. It has, in each part of itself, it has the ten koiches. That means that there's ten spheres in neshama, there's ten spheres in ruach, and there's, there's ten spheres in nefesh. So, but it doesn't just go from let's say, let's say we just described 10 times 3. So it doesn't just go 30. So there's like 30 and then to 20 and then to 10. The way that it works is each one is a separate kayach. There's a kayach of the neshama, there's a kayach of the ruach, and there's a kayach of the nefesh. Now, the lowest level of the neshama, which is the, called the malchus, the, the, the lowest level of the neshama becomes 
the highest level of the Ruach. That means it becomes like the Neshama of the Ruach. It means it com- becomes like the Pneumius, the inner Koyach of the low level below it. Because the end result level of every Madrega, let's say like the last level of Neshama, the Malchus of the Neshama, the Malchus, the last level, the lowest level, is always an outer expression. Because the levels go from like we've described before, that they go from an idea, which is the highest connection of a person bringing something into the world. It always starts with a rotsen, with an idea, with a seichel, and then it filters and flows downwards through dibur, and then through maise, and it becomes something actual in the world. That becoming something actual in the world is always called malchus. That's always called the last level. The last lowest level of the higher oilam means the malchus, the, the complete manifestation of the neshama is the, nish, the, the, the pneumius. It's the innermost part of the level below it of the ruach. So let's say we always describe, we learned that machshava is in neshama. So the neshama represents machshava. So let's take that. The malchus of the machshava, which means when the machshava is so defined that it can be has exact definitions and parameters and it can be nistzamtzam, it can be put into a clear definition, that becomes the shoirish for the next level below it, which beca- which is the dibur. So the defined machshava, a machshava could have a very vague, high understanding that's not really able to be brought down yet into words. But when that goes, that machshava goes through its ten spheres and it becomes finalized in the stage of machshava, in the Malchus of the Neshama, that becomes the Pneumius and the Shorish for what's going to come out of it, which is going to be the Dibur. And the Dibur is also going to come through ten stages and then come out into the world as an actual word, which will be the inspiration for the action. Now, not every action has to have a word before it, but we understand that an action that, that does need a verbal instruction, this is the way that it would work. And the verbal instruction would be the Neshama for the action that's going to follow it. So what we learned now was that every oilam, the bottom of the upper oilam, becomes the shayrish and the Neshama for the oilam below it.